Welcome to the Yesteryear Chronicles, where we explore the remarkable events from this day in history. I'm your host, Adrian. And I'm Becca. It's great to have you with us as we journey through time. Time may wait for no one, but we'll do our best to catch up with it. In today's episode, we'll be discussing Paul Revere's Midnight Ride, the founding of Zimbabwe, and more fascinating events from April 18th. On this day in 1783, the Three-Fifths Compromise was reached at the Constitutional Convention. This agreement allowed each slave to be counted as three-fifths of a person for the purposes of representation and taxation. The Compromise was a contentious effort to balance the interests of the slaveholding and non-slaveholding states. Though it was later abolished with the passage of the 13th Amendment, it remains a controversial part of American history, highlighting the deep divisions within the young nation at the time. That's right. And now let's talk about the devastating San Francisco earthquake. On April 18, 1906, a massive earthquake struck the city, causing widespread destruction and fires that burned for days. With an estimated magnitude of 7.9, the earthquake and subsequent fires resulted in the deaths of more than 3,000 people and left over half of the city's population homeless. It's still considered one of the worst natural disasters in U.S. history and led to significant advancements in earthquake-resistant building design and emergency preparedness. Indeed, it was a tragic event that forever changed the city. On a more uplifting note, on this day in 1909, Joan of Arc was beatified by Pope Pius X. This marked a significant step toward her eventual canonization as a saint in 1920. Joan of Arc, a young peasant girl turned military leader, played a crucial role in the Hundred Years' War between France and England before she was captured and executed by the English. She remains a symbol of courage and perseverance. What does beatification mean in this context? Great question. Beatification is a recognition by the Catholic Church of a deceased person's entrance into heaven and their capacity to intercede on behalf of individuals who pray in their name. It's an important step in the process of canonization, which ultimately declares a person to be a saint. Joan of Arc's beatification was a key milestone in her journey to sainthood and a testament to her enduring legacy. Now let's get into our first deep dive. On the night of April 18, 1775, Paul Revere embarked on his famous midnight ride to warn American colonists of the approaching British forces. This crucial moment in the lead-up to the American Revolution is shrouded in myth and lore, but its impact on the events that followed is undeniable. So how did Revere's ride actually unfold? Paul Revere, a silversmith and fervent patriot, was tasked with warning the colonists in Lexington and Concord of the impending arrival of British troops. Their intention was to seize the colonists' weapons and arrest key leaders, including Samuel Adams and John Hancock. Revere, along with William Dawes and Samuel Prescott, set out from Boston on horseback. They took separate routes to spread the word about the British troops' movements and ensure that the message reached its intended recipients. Along the way, they enlisted the help of other riders to further disseminate the warning. Revere's journey was fraught with danger. He was pursued by British patrols and faced the risk of capture. In fact, Revere was briefly captured by a British patrol near Lexington, but managed to deceive his captors and was later released. Despite this setback, the message he and his compatriots provided allowed the colonial militia to prepare for the British forces' arrival. The timely warning given by Revere, Dawes, and Prescott enabled the militia to mobilize and confront the British at the Battle of Lexington and Concord. These engagements marked the first military clashes of the American Revolution and set the stage for the long and bloody conflict that followed. 
The tale of Paul Revere's midnight ride has been immortalized in poems, songs, and stories. While some aspects of the account have been exaggerated or embellished over time, there's no denying the significance of this event in American history. Revere's courageous actions on that fateful night played a pivotal role in sparking the Revolutionary War and ultimately shaping the course of a nation. For our second deep dive, let's discuss the founding of the Republic of Zimbabwe. On April 18, 1980, the country gained its independence from British colonial rule, signaling the end of a long and arduous struggle for freedom that began decades earlier. Before its independence, Zimbabwe was known as Rhodesia, named after British businessman Cecil Rhodes. Rhodesia was a self-governing British colony, but it was characterized by a racially segregated society and minority rule by the white population. This system of governance fueled resentment and unrest among the majority black population. The fight for independence and majority rule was led by two prominent nationalist organizations, the Zimbabwe African National Union, ZANU, and the Zimbabwe African People's Union, ZAPU. Formed in the early 1960s, these groups played a crucial role in challenging the white-dominated government and advocating for an inclusive democratic society. So how did the nation fare after gaining independence? Zimbabwe initially showed promise with its new leader, Robert Mugabe, at the helm. Mugabe, a key figure in the liberation struggle, became the country's first black prime minister. Early on, his government focused on improving education, healthcare, and infrastructure, earning praise and optimism from the international community. However, over time, Mugabe's government became increasingly authoritarian. The country faced numerous challenges, including economic turmoil, political repression, and human rights abuses. Critics accused Mugabe of consolidating power and suppressing dissent, leading to widespread disillusionment and unrest. Despite these issues, the founding of Zimbabwe remains a significant milestone in the fight against colonialism and oppression. The transition from Rhodesia to Zimbabwe marked the end of white minority rule and represented a major step towards self-determination and sovereignty for the nation's people. The legacy of Zimbabwe's independence is a complex and multifaceted story. While the initial promise of a more equitable and prosperous society has been marred by political strife and economic hardship, the country's struggle for freedom continues to inspire those fighting for justice and equality around the world. In our pop culture segment, let's wish a happy birthday to actor and comedian Rick Moranis, born on this day in 1953. Known for his roles in Ghostbusters, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and Spaceballs, Moranis has brought laughter to generations of fans. In addition to his on-screen success, Moranis has a reputation as a kind-hearted and down-to-earth person. He stepped away from acting in the late 1990s to focus on raising his children following the loss of his wife, demonstrating his dedication to family above fame. His recent return to acting has been met with excitement from fans eager to see him on the screen once again. And while we're talking birthdays, let's also celebrate the talented director and screenwriter Edgar Wright, born on April 18, 1974. He's responsible for beloved films like Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and Baby Driver. Wright has a distinct and innovative filmmaking style, often utilizing quick cuts, visual gags, and a clever blend of humor and action to create memorable and unique cinematic experiences. His work has inspired countless aspiring filmmakers and garnered a dedicated fan base. Absolutely. I've always enjoyed his unique blend of humor and action. 
My personal favorite has to be Hot Fuzz, the perfect mix of comedy and thrilling action sequences. How about you? Oh, that's a tough one, but I have to go with Shaun of the Dead. It's such a brilliant take on the zombie genre, blending horror and comedy seamlessly. Now, let's wish a happy birthday to actress Aaliyah Shawkat, born on this day in 1989. She's best known for her role as maybe Funke on the critically acclaimed TV series Arrested Development. Shawkat's quirky and quick-witted portrayal of Maybe helped to establish her as a fan favorite. Aaliyah Shawkat's career certainly didn't stop there. After Arrested Development, she continued to demonstrate her acting prowess in a variety of roles. Notably, she starred in the indie film Green Room and the television series Search Party, where she not only acted but also served as a producer. Shawkat has also ventured into writing and directing, further showcasing her multifaceted talents in the entertainment industry. It's been wonderful to witness her growth as an artist. Such a talented group of individuals born on April 18th. It's fascinating to see how their work has made an impact on the world of entertainment. From comedy and action to thought-provoking indie projects, these artists have enriched our lives with their creative contributions. Well, that wraps up another journey through time. We've covered the three-fifths compromise. Paul Revere's Midnight Ride, and the founding of Zimbabwe. We also talked about some of our favorite humorists in pop culture. There's nothing more timeless than laughter. See you tomorrow for more Chronicles of Yesteryear.